0: Welcome to the first episode of the Lane Violation Podcast. I'm Mitchell Graham. Welcome to the MGZB Sports Network. This is the second show now to debut on the channel. I know you guys love the official review, and I hope you love this show. Today is the inaugural episode on the Podcast Network. We did kind of introduce this on YouTube, on my old YouTube channel, um, but I, I, you know, I felt like this would be just better, better as a podcast. So, uh, today just to kind of kick it off, I know we're kind of halfway into the NBA season. It's been a really weird NBA season, written with COVID and injuries and just we, uh, teams that we didn't really think were going to be very good or good, and we'll get into all of that. But today I'm going to be filling out my 2022 all-star ballot. And what I want you guys to do is to listen to this episode. And I want you to go on our TikTok. I want you to go on our TikTok and comment. I'm going to make a TikTok advertising this. I want you to comment your biggest gripes, my biggest snubs, um, who you think should be on the list, who you think um, shouldn't be on the list, if I'm stupid, if I don't know anything about basketball. Let me know. I have huge plans for this show, by the way. I've got some things uh, possibly in the work that would just just be next level. Um, this is just gonna be a solid, uh, a solo podcast. It's gonna be a solid podcast, but it's gonna be a solo podcast. Um, just me, chatting it up about basketball for about thirty minutes. Um, so enough intro. We're gonna jump right into it. All star this year is weird. Uh, we just had the first all star ballot, kind of look ahead, like how how people are how people are voting, um, and it's 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 a little frightening. Uh, we've got Kyrie Irving in the top five for the East guards. We've got Klay Thompson in the uh, top five for the West Guards, Uh, both of them have played a combined one game this year. Um, So, great integrity. I think Kamarlo Anthony's got votes. Um, So, yeah, the the system's perfect. But, um, I'm going to be going through my Eastern Conference starters, Eastern Conference reserves, Western Conference starters, and then the Western Conference reserves. Um, I'm probably going to I'm probably going to say some things you guys don't like, you guys aren't going to agree with me, but this is who I think should be in the All-Star game this year. This is who I think should be starting over whoever. Um, I am going to take injuries into account, so if you've missed a lot of the season with injury, uh, might not put you on the list. If you've missed the, a lot of games with injury, I might not put you as a starter. So, anyways, enough enough babbling. I'll do that for the next 28 minutes, probably. Let's jump right into the Eastern Conference starters this one was kind of easy, um, and I know there's a lot of debate about the second guard right now. It looks like DeMar DeRozan, who I do have starting. Um, DeMar DeRozan is going to be one of my guards. 26.9 points per game, five rebounds, four and a half assists. He's on the best team in the Eastern Conference. The Chicago Bulls look really good. Um, DeMar DeRozan was a guy, when they signed him, They everyone was saying it was going to be a bad bad signing, and that simply doesn't make any sense. Um, just, it's, it's just stupid. It was stupid, uh, journalism from a lot of people saying that he wasn't going to fit the team and he was going to be the worst off season signing the offseason move made. Um, he's kind of throwing them in their face, having a career season, having an MVP type season, um, gone to the things of he's not clutch. Uh, the thing for the bulls is can they take this regular season success and move it into the playoffs? I don't know. They have, they do have big issues. Um, so in a seven game series against the Milwaukee bucks, Giannis is going to average 50 because they just, I mean, Javante Green, I think, is starting at their four position right now. Um, but DeMar DeRozan has been has been the engine that drives him, along with Zach Levine, both of them averaging 26 points per game. I'm not going to start both of them. I'm going to start DeMar DeRozan, who's, I mean, they're, their stats are almost identical. DeMar DeRozan's shooting three percentage points higher than him, so I'm going to go with DeMar DeRozan. Um, I think it will be his first all-star start, and it's it's much deserved. But the uh, the controversy goes into this into the second guard spot, and I might use my bias a little bit, but I think the numbers don't lie. It's got to be Trey Young, twenty eight point four points per game, nine point five assists per game is the only player that are top three in points per game and assists per game this year. Um, the Atlanta Hawks COVID issues has been a different story for a different day. That's it's just shocking uh, that none of their games were canceled. Cause they've had literally every single member of their active roster from the beginning of the year in COVID protocol at the same time. Um, but we, we won't talk about that okay. It's okay. Trey young has continued to ball. He's shooting 46.4% from the field. I'm not sure what his three point percentage is, but he's I mean I'm sure he's shooting that well as, uh, and he's at getting getting four rebounds a game. He's just came off a 56.14 assist game where he lost. Um, the Hawks do need to pick it up for him, but Trey young is an all-star starter. Um, last year at this point the Hawks were struggling and didn't even make an all-star game uh, but his numbers were down his numbers are up this year he's having a career year I know the Hawks are down but you have to kind of look at what the Hawks have been through as a team I think he's going to be fine I think Trey Young deserves to start he's got to be an all-star if he's not an all-star that's the biggest crime ever but he's going to be an all-star starter Trey Young is the second guard beside DeMar DeRozan for the Eastern Conference and the uh, starting forward Um, This one's easy. I mean, all three of these, you got three forwards. Kevin Durant, Giannis Attentacumpo, Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant, 30 points per game, seven rebounds, five, uh, basically eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, Kevin Durant is the best basketball player in the world right now. I mean, he's doing a team. James Harden was hurt for a portion of the year. Kyrie Irving's played one game because he only plays on the road. Um, They've had COVID issues. Um, Steve Nash doesn't trust anyone over the age of or under the age of thirty on his team. He, uh, they don't have any help. And Kevin Durant, other than their three All Stars, right? Oh man, Crimea River, three All Stars. But Kevin Durant's been tremendous, shooting nearly fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three, great from the free throw line. Kevin Durant is just balling out. Simple as that. He's gonna be an All Star. He could very well be the captain of the East. Um, and then he I mean, he might be able to face his old his old uh, running mate in Golden State, but uh, Kevin Durant easy easy money for uh, a starting position as well as Giannis twenty seven point nine points per game eleven and a half rebounds uh, six assists basically for Giannis I think it's a career high in assist for him he's been great Milwaukee got off to a tough start just because they never had their full team but with Drew Holiday Giannis and and Chris Middleton all on the floor it's it's I mean they're They're championship material again. We've seen what Giannis can do in the playoffs. He's got that monkey off his back, but he's going for another one. He's playing driven, shooting 55% from the field. Giannis Atentokounmpo is a problem, and he's going to be an all-star starter again, and he's going to be a highlight. And the uh, starting center, which is just another forward position for the starting, is Joel Embiid. 26.7 points per game, 10.7 rebounds, 4.2 assists. Uh, The Philadelphia 76ers are really the first team that got hit by the COVID, uh, by a COVID outbreak, and then everyone else just kind of followed suit. But Joel Embiid's been really steady. I mean, he has been so good. He's starting to become more aggressive. He's starting to realize that he is the guy. I mean, he had an MVP-type season this year, and he's playing up to that standard again. Just, I mean, the levels of what the MVP-type candidates are playing this year I don't think he's going to get much recognition for that. He's going to be an all-star starter again because Joel Embiid is just that good. When we get into the reserves, this is where it's interesting, okay? Because there's a lot of good players in the East and a lot of people that I'm probably going to snub. And I'm just warning you, I'm not putting two Celtics in the reserves. So one of them is getting snubbed. You'll find out. um, I might have picked the wrong one. Who knows? But the way that they distinguish this, again... So, this is weird, okay? DeMar DeRozan, uh, we've already talked about the starters. DeMar DeRozan's in as a shooting guard. He hasn't played shooting guard in about three years, so I don't know what uh, basketball NBA is watching. He's never started a game. He didn't start a game um, with the Bulls as a shooting guard. He barely started games. He was running power forward with the Spurs. So, it's just a little weird that he's under there as a guard, but I am following NBA.com's criteria. Um, The guards, Eastern Conference Reserve. For the reserves, it's two guards. Three forwards and two wild cards. That's positionless. Uh, the first guard is James Harden. I know he's missed a lot of the year with uh, just injuries and such, but man's averaging 22 and a half, nine point eight assists, eight rebounds. He's playing. He's a triple double machine. I know he started out really, really tough, and everyone was just like, um, "You gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna play good? Or are you done? Or you? Can you not draw fouls anymore? And you suck." Um, I think James Harden's just fine, and he's going to be a reserve. Um, There's a lot of debate for me to put him in the starting lineup just because of the name. He might earn enough votes to get up there. I don't know. I think James Harden's a, an all-star player. He's a he's a bona fide all-star. He's always going to be an all-star, and it doesn't change this year, especially because he's averaging near a triple-double. His points are down, obviously, but he is the engine. Uh, that runs the offense, 9.8 assists, nearly 10 assists a game on a really good team, he, he's really, really good, James Harden is one of the Eastern Con- Conference reserves for the guard position, the other guard position, Zach Levine, um, the Bulls are good enough to have two All-Stars, and Zach Levine, like I was talking about with DeMar DeRozan, is nearly identical, stat-wise, um, but they're both guards, so I couldn't start one over Trey Young, um, I made, I made DeMar DeRozan the starter. Levine, 26.3, 4.2, and 5, shooting 38.7% from the field. You would like to see that go up. but it was, Levine's been amazing. Levine's a shot maker. He's really turned into that stud that uh, Minnesota thought it would be when they drafted him. I know Minnesota's kind of kicking rocks for that, but they got Jimmy out of that trade. That trade was good for both parties. Of course, it didn't work out for Jimmy Butler in, um, in Minnesota. But Zach Levine, all-star player, um, he's gonna be. He's gonna put on a highlight film. I mean, he's the perfect all-star man. Like he's gonna high fly. He's gonna knock down a bunch of shots. He's gonna fill it up um, with the second unit with James Harden throwing him lobs. That's gonna be fun to watch. So yeah, Zach Levine, all-star. And now here's the Celtics conundrum. Okay, the only look, Jalen Brown does not spend many minutes as shooting guard. I, I know he came into the league as a shooting guard, but he's a small forward. They have him as a guard in this, and there's too many guards. There's too many good guards. So Jason Tatum, he's going to get the first forward spot. 25.7 points per game, 8.5 rebounds, 3.9 assists on 45% shooting. You'd like to see the the numbers get up a little bit for him. You'd like to see the Boston Celtics team success go up. I mean, if the Celtics were sitting in the freaking two seed and the Bulls were on there, then Levine and DeRozan might not both be in it, and we might have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both in it, but one of them's got to take the fall, and I think Tatum's the bigger name. Tatum's the more noteworthy person, and I think Tatum's having a good year. So give me Jason Tatum. I think Boston's got to improve. They're a really selfish team. You got to pass the ball more, man. I mean, Jason Tatum only averaging four. Jalen Brown only averaging two and a half. Celtics have an issue. We'll get into that as the weeks go by uh, on this podcast. I have a lot to say about the Celtics, but for now, Jason Tatum, you're not you're an all star again. The other forward positions guy I just kind of mentioned uh, trade wise. We got Jimmy Butler. He has been dealing with injuries, but his stats don't lie. His team's really good. Twenty three point two points, five point nine uh, rebounds, five point four assists, shooting about forty four percent from the field. Jimmy is gonna be an all-star he's another one of those bona fide all-star guys you're gonna throw him in there he doesn't deserve to start this year obviously just he's missed too much time uh but Jimmy's Jimmy's a great player he's 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 the leader of the heat he's been hurt a lot Kyle Row- Lowry stepped up and he Kyle Lowry got major consideration on my list but uh Jimmy Butler makes it as the uh, second forward coming off the coming off the bench for the eastern Conference I think he's gonna He's gonna be really, really good. And like, look, I just said James Harden throwing lobs to Zach Levine. It's not Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. These are guys that are gonna get drafted by team captains. So maybe they'll be on the same team. But I, that was I misspoke. Okay, I misspoke. Give me a break. Give me a break. Okay. Next forward, the last forward, uh, Jared Allen. Okay, and hear me out. Jared Allen is on pace to have the highest shooting percentage by volume ever. Ever. Jared Allen is just bawling, fellas. Like he is Jared Allen 17 point uh 17 points per game, almost eleven rebounds, shooting like seventy-two percent from the field. Seventy-two percent from the field. And the Cavs are really, really good. The Cavs are good, guys. They start three seven footers, and I think I had some reserves about that. Um and some, some questions about the Cavaliers coming into the season. Um, I did, and Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Laurie Markinen, Evan Mobley's a, a menace. Um, you've got other guys like Acoro, Colin Sexton's out for the year, which that hurt, but they've got guys stepping up Rubio's out for the year, which hurts now. Um, but Jared Allen's is the engine that drives Cleveland. Jared Allen is the guy in Cleveland, and Cleveland's really good, and they're hosting. So good give me Jared Allen, he's going to be the he's gonna be the fan favorite because obviously he's in his hometown or he's in his wherever he plays basketball. Not his hometown, I don't know where he's from. He's probably from Texas because he went to Texas. Jared Allen, great year, first all-star nod for him, um, and that's going to be a theme for these next two picks as well. So our wild card position, I picked two guards because there's a lot of really good guards. There is a guy that I snubbed, and I'll talk about him in a minute, um, but this is who I want in the All-Star Game, and who I think should be in it. So my first wild card is LaMelo Ball. Um, Obviously, LaMelo Ball's talented as heck. Um, He's fun to watch. LaMelo, uh, 19.3 points per game, 7.8 assists, 7.3 rebounds. He does it all, and man, he's going to be fun in an All-Star Game. He's just the kind of guy that you want in the All-Star Game every year. He's going to throw some wicked pass off the backboard. Giannis is going to slam it down, whoever's team he's on. Lamelo is an All Star. He's the leader of the Hornets. Another guy you could have put on there from the same team as Miles Bridges, but I don't think the Hornets are good enough to deserve two teams in or two guys in the, uh, in the All Star game. So Miles Bridges gets obviously or doesn't get his first appearance. Lamelo Ball does get his first appearance, his first of many. Lamelo Ball is just going to keep getting better. He's a generational talent. He's the Hornets' future, uh, literally, and he's there now because he's the All Star. Lamelo Ball, welcome to your first All Star game. And the second guard, and this one's interesting, and I don't know if this one's gonna happen just because he plays for a team that no one's gonna no one really gives much notoriety to. Um, Fred Van Vliet for Toronto. 21.3 points per game, 4.9 rebounds, 6.7 assists. He's shooting about 41% from the field. Fred Van Vliet has been tremendous this year. He has been so good, and he is leading this Raptors team that we thought was gonna have a down year. They're decent and he's their guy. And he was a guy that barely cracked the 15th man. He was barely he barely cracked the opening day roster when he first got drafted. And he wasn't even drafted. I don't even think the man was drafted. He barely cracked the Toronto Raptor, Ra, Raptors roster, 15 man roster. And now he's an all-star in my book. What he's doing, he's, he's he's really invented himself as a point guard. He's not just that prototypical two beside um, Kyle Lowry who's going to shoot. He's averaging a lot of points. He's rebounding the heck out of a ball for someone so small, and he's a great floor leader. Fred VanVleet's one of my favorite players this year. I didn't like him when he busted up the Warriors that one year just because I'm, I'm a Curry fan. Um, when he busted up the Warriors in the finals, he was hitting all those crazy shots. But Fred VanVleet this year, nothing but respect. That man is so, so good. Uh, Case could have been made for Pascal Siakam as well as having a good year, but his field goal percentage is really, really low for a big man. I couldn't put him in. I couldn't get him much. But that completes my Eastern Conference team, and you're asking, Mitchell, Mitchell, what about about Bradley Beal? Uh, He did not start the season well. I know his stats look okay, but 24 points per game on 39% shooting is bad for Bradley Beal, considering he was over 30 last year or close to it. Bradley Beal's having an off year. I don't think Washington. I mean, Washington's a great, a great team. I just don't think there's too many guards. It's too, it's, it's too guard heavy, of a uh, for Eastern Conference to to put in a guy like Bradley Beal. I think the guy like Fred Van Vliet, getting his first appearance, Lamelo Ball getting his first appearance is more important. Um, but Beal very well could get in maybe as an injury replacement if you see one of these guys uh, get hurt. I could see Bradley Beal being that first injury replacement for sure. Um, so that completes the Eastern Conference, just going over it again. Um, the starting lineup, or the starters, it won't be the actual lineup. Uh, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Tacumpo and Joel Embiid. And the reserves, you've got James Harden, Zach Levine, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Jared Allen, LaMelo Ball, and Fred Van Vliet. I think that's a pretty solid squad if we were doing East versus West. Um, that would be a really good team, especially that starting lineup is, is nasty. Um, but obviously they're going to get drafted by whoever wins the captains. And that's going to transition us into the Western Conference. Uh the starters for this was pretty pretty easy except for one position uh that that second guard position again was really really hard. Uh Stephen Curry, he's probably going to be the the captain for the the Western Conference side. He's he's having a tremendous year. Uh 26.8 points per game, uh 6.1 assists, 5.3 rebounds, which is down for him some from last year, but he's got he's in the he's on the best team in the league. Uh, he's on the best team in uh, in the NBA, and I think Stephen Curry's gonna is gonna is gonna be an All Star starter. He's gonna be the captain. He's gonna get all the votes. What Curry's doing this year is just tremendous. Obviously, he broke the the all time threes record, which was great. Um, you love to see that. Um, but his team's just really good, and the Warriors are really good. They're about to get Klay Thompson back. Uh, they're probably tomorrow. By the time I drop this, where they're gonna get Clay Thompson back, which is Absolutely tremendous! The Warriors are gonna be really good. Stephen Curry's really, really good. His numbers are just gonna keep going up, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be amazing in the All Star game. Especially as a captain, he's gonna give his all. The new All Star format is just delicious. I love it so much. Stephen Curry, first guard, and now the second guard. So I was between two people. One is a guy that's never made an All Star game. He's having a great year. His team is red hot right now. And the other one is a guy that is a guy that we understand. Probably should be an all-star starter every year. But has missed some time with an injury. So I'm going to give the nod to the youngster. Making his first appearance as Ja Morant. Ja Morant averaging 25 points per game. 6 rebounds, almost 7 assists. He's got the Memphis Grizzlies red hot. Seven, uh, I think they've won 7 or 8 in a row by the time you listen to this. Uh, the Grizzlies are playing really good basketball. And Ja Morant's playing at an MVP level. Uh, He's got to be in that running right now. He's the leader of a really, really good team. And the Grizzlies are looking like maybe the third or fourth best team in the conference. Which, when they made that Jonas Valanciunas for Steven Adams trade, I thought they were going to take a major step back because I think Adams um, did what they needed the, their big man to do for that offense, but it's just elevated John Morant to a next level. It's elevated Dylan Brooks, who's up to almost 20 points per game. Jaron Jackson, when he can stay healthy, is really, really good. Desmond Bain is a bucket. I love Desmond Bain. I like the Grizzlies team. I think John Morant deserves the start here, and I think he will. He's going to be an electric player in the All-Star game as well, so everyone's going to love that. The small forward position, or just the forward position in general, easy one was LeBron. Obviously, LeBron is single-handedly carrying the Lakers this year. Um, 28.6 points per game, 6.5 assists, 7.4 rebounds. Sorry, <clears throat> I had to cough. Uh, LeBron is is balling out right now. Um, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world, and people who are listening to this who know me are going to know that, but I have to give him props. Single-handedly really has just been the only player playing great on that retirement holding team that was constructed for some reason uh, because they thought it was going to be good. Uh, LeBron, I mean, he's going to be an all-star starter. He very well could be the captain as well. You get a lot of votes, but right now I think it is Curry. Um, LeBron, MVP-type season. He's averaging a lot more points than he has in the last couple years. LeBron, 100%. LeBron, uh, and that was that was easy. Um, the other easy one, Jokic. Nikola Jokic, obviously, is probably one of the best players in the world. Uh, the Nuggets have no one healthy. Except for him, and he's still winning games by himself. I don't think we realized how good Nikola Jokic was going to be. Um, especially, I mean, he was a second-round pick. Um, the, the Nuggets had to decide between him and Nurkic. Uh, Jokic and Nurkic, who, which one would they want to invest in? And they invested in Nikola Jokic, and it's, it's paid off well. Obviously, the MVP winner last year, he's in the MVP running again this year. I don't know if his team's quite good enough this year, uh, just because of all the injuries. Losing, uh, obviously, don't have Jamal Murray. Losing uh, Michael Porter Jr. Just injuries everywhere. Uh, and he still kept them steady. You got to give him credit for that. Nikola Jokic, Jokic definitely is going to be a starting center for that team. And then the last one, uh, Paul George. I know he's hurt right now, but talk about a guy that is basically alone on his team right now. Paul George is is balling out as the guy. And I know he's he's made fun of a lot because of his playoff uh, status, his playoff performances. But man, we got to give him, we got to cut him some slack. We really do. Uh, the man is he constantly is out there playing hard. He's a he's a bucket getter. He's a great teammate, he's a great guy. Paul George is going to be an all-star starter this year if he can stay healthy. I think. I mean, he still might be voted as a starter. He might not play in it, but he's a starter in my book. He's really good. Paul George. Now going to the Western Conference Reserves, and here I know I'm going to catch flack because I'm leaving off two pretty big names um, who are having decent seasons, but I'm leaving off two pretty big names. And it's at that again. It's at the guard position. My first guard, Luka Doncic. That was the guy I was uh, debating starting over Jaw, but he's missed too many games. His team just kind of got off to that rough start. I think that hurt him. I think uh, Luka is going to be going to be steady. He's going to be a steady All Star appearance guy. He's the first guy off the bench uh, for the West. Luka averaging twenty five nine and eight, which looks down for him. But he's I picked him to win MVP this year. Uh, when I was on YouTube doing this show, I picked him to win MVP. So, yeah, I mean, he can he can get back to it. Kristaps is having a good season as well. Luca's just got to stay healthy. Just seems like every time he plays, he's pulling something. He's out of, he's uh, he's out of shape. He's not fit. Uh, he's come on. If you are gonna be a, if you are gonna be a star, a superstar, you've got to get yourself fit. You got to be ready to play. Um, Luca, though, I mean, obviously, come on, obviously, he's an all star. And the second guard position is Donovan Mitchell. He's on the third best team in the West. And he's having a good year. His, his points per game are down. His numbers are down. But you can't argue how good the Jazz are again right now. The Best shooting team in the league. Uh, he's averaging 25.5 points per game. Five assists, four rebounds, 40% from the field. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a is an all-star. And he's a reserve um, over some of these other guys that we'll get into later when we get into the snubs. But Donovan Mitchell, it's clear. I mean, Mike Conley's not having a good enough year for it. Jordan Clarkson can't make an all-star game. Um, and, uh, another guy that, uh, he's going to have a teammate on this list soon. Don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. The, the next forward, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are overachieving this year. Finally, finally, they're actually playing decent. I think they're sitting in the nine seed right now. They go on like five game win streaks and then five game losing streaks. And they're kind of steady, uh, playing steady. Carl Anthony Towns averaging about 24.2 points per game, nine uh, nine and a half rebounds, about four assists, shooting 44% from the field. His team's playing well. He's the leader of their team. Um, he's got a teammate that very well could be under All-Star consideration this year as well, and Anthony Edwards. But um, I don't I, I don't think this is the year for Anthony Edwards. Next year he'll definitely be a starter, or will definitely be playing in the game. I don't know if he's a starter. Carl Anthony Towns though. He's good enough. He's going to make the playoff. Right. They might not make the playoffs. Timberwolves aren't going to make the playoffs. I, I don't think so. I, I just don't. I don't know if they've got the the pedigree for it. I want to see him, but I don't think they're going to make the playoff. The Kronzey Towns is going to be an all star. He's going to play in the all star game. The uh, second the second forward is Rudy Gobert. I mentioned him uh, before. Rudy Gobert is tremendous. Fifteen point five points per game. Fifteen rebounds as well. I mean, fifteen rebounds a game. Uh, his block numbers are insane as well. I don't have them right in front of me, but. Uh, <clears throat> I don't have him right in front of me, but he, I mean, they're insane. Okay. Uh, defensive Stallworth, he's an all-star every year. Rudy Gobert, definitely the guy um, to get that other spot. The last forward spot's going to go to uh, Brandon Ingram. Uh, I know the Pelicans suck this year, but Brandon Ingram doesn't. Brandon Ingram is quite the opposite. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's tremendous. I, I mean, I don't think we can overstate Zion hasn't played for that team all year. They're not good. They're not great at defense. And Brandon Ingram's kind of just been that guy other than Herb Jones. Herb Jones, um, the rookie who's been putting up good uh, good stats. 22.6 points, five assists, six rebounds. Brandon Ingram's an all-star. Brandon Ingram is an all-star um, pretty easily in my book. And it, uh, you know what? It's interesting because Brandon Ingram's getting in over a guy that got traded for in Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has got too high of standards as a player to have the kind of year he's having and be an All-Star. So I'm not giving him the benefit. I know he's averaging 24 or basically like 23 and 10 on three assists, but he can't shoot. He can't shoot for crap. The Lakers aren't good enough to have two All-Stars. So Brandon Ingram's getting that spot over him. I'm sorry. He is. And talking about a team that's good enough to get two All-Stars but might not and isn't in in my book, Devin Booker. Wild card, the first wild card for the Western Conference at the guard position. Twenty-three and a half points, five rebounds, four assist, four assists. His scoring numbers are down, but he's he's playing on the second best team in the NBA behind the Warriors. He's he's their best scorer. The Phoenix is just insane. I mean, we'll get into more team stuff. This is more of a player and just kind of an introduction to the team or into the to the podcast. But uh, Devin Booker is pretty good. Devin Booker's good. And we saw their finals run last year. Devin Booker took over in times. Um, This is a Phoenix team that legitimately could have three All-Stars in a couple years. And it's not Chris Paul. Um, Chris Paul will be too old to be an All-Star at that point. He's not an All-Star this year in my book. Spoiler alert. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. I think Jalen Smith can be an All-Star. I think Mikhail Bridges can be an All-Star. Um, A lot of those guys, man. The Phoenix is building something crazy. Monty Williams, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Devin Booker, though, all-star. He's the first wild-card guard on my list. Uh, One of two for the Western Conference. And the second one is a guy that is not going to get much notoriety from the point guard position, okay? He's not. He's not. He's not going to get much, and he might not make the team, but it's DeJounte Murray for the Spurs. 18 points per game, eight and a half rebounds and nine assists. He's ballin'. man. He's the leader of that Spurs team. A really youthful, young, entertaining Spurs team, and Dejounte Murray is the guy. I know he's been in and out of protocols, a little bit of injury, a little bit injury prone. But to me, he's the guy. He's the guy you got to put in that last spot. I think he deserves it. I think Shea Gilgis Alexander could be another guy that you could have put in there, and obviously a guy that just got snubbed that you're realizing you're freaking out right now, Damian Lillard. Not in. I think DeJounte deserves it bo- over both. Yeah, he's not a 20-point-per-game scorer. doesn't matter. You don't have to be to be an all-star. He is an all-star. Even if he doesn't make it, DeJounte Murray and Shea Gelgis Alexander are both all-stars. They are both all-stars. I think DeJounte just gets the nod because his team's a little bit better, and he's his stats look a little bit better. DeJounte's going to be nasty, guys. DeJounte could win an MVP. That's one of my boldest takes. DeJounte Murray could win an MVP. He is that good. His size, his defense, his passing, his rebounding, and his scoring is getting. He's one of the best mid-range shooters already. And that really he really didn't come into the game as an offensive guy, and he's already developing it. DeJounte Murray uh, gets my last spot. Yes, I didn't put Damian Lillard in, and I didn't put Chris Paul in. Damian Lillard started the year terrible, and his team is not good. So Obviously, him playing bad affected his team. Now he's playing a little bit better, and they still suck. So, Damian Lillard, I don't think this is the year he deserves it. He's, he's been there enough. This is the year to get, for me, I wanted to put a young guy in there. It'd be more entertaining. You see, a guy like Russell Westbrook isn't making it either. Another guy who's toeing the line, you could call him a snub for his first one, is De'Aaron Fox, even though he's kind of having an off year. His team's bad. Anthony Edwards was towing the line as well for uh, a guard position. And then Chris Paul. I know. I know Chris Paul is playing on the second-best team, but his counting stats are low this year. 14 points per game. I know he's, he leads the NBA in assists. I'm almost certain. Yeah, 10.1 10, 10, uh, point assist. I'm looking at stats right now. You might, might hear a click. Chris Paul is a great guard. He's He's the best point guard in the NBA. Like the best point guard. The guy that's going to lead the team and be that passer. He's the best passer. But he's not an all-star this year. I think there's more deserving guys. So that that is my ballot. I know it, there's probably things you don't agree with. There's probably things that I probably would go back and be like, eh, ah, I need to change that. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm confident. I think that would be, uh, this would be a really a good, if they could do all those, I'd be super happy. Well, because I would be right, but one, because I feel like everyone who deserves it would be in. Yeah, there's some big name this year is like a year where bigger names are gonna get snubbed and in in uh in return for younger guys making it making their first appearance. We'll see a lot of new guys this year, which is so much fun to see because it tells you that the league's in good hands. Because let me ch- let me tell you, the league's in really good hands. There's players in the NBA right now who are younger than me and having and having success, and I'm twenty. So if, if you're worried about the NBA, don't. It's okay. I know numbers are down viewing-wise, but right when the playoffs roll around, the Lakers are in the playoffs, the Warriors are back to full strength, you've got Brooklyn back at full strength on the road, at least with Kyrie, you've got Giannis playing with the Bucks at a high level, the Bulls playing well, all these big markets. The NBA's fine. And on a week-to-week basis, we're going to talk about everything big in the NBA. We're close to the trade deadline, we're close to All-Star weekend, and then the playoff push starts. So buckle your seatbelts. I've potentially got a really big interview that could happen on this channel with someone who's pretty big. And it's an opportunity I never thought I would get, so I'm psyched, and I hope it all works out. Just stay tuned. Keep supporting us, keep uh, supporting the official review. Uh, support the Lane Violation Show, support the MGZB Sports Network, support our TikTok, email us. If you want to email questions about basketball, I'll answer some of your questions. I, am, I love answering questions because it just gives me more to talk about. Because sometimes it's going to be hard to find stuff to talk about. And if there's a week where I just legitimately don't know if I'll be able to talk about something, I'll tell y'all. I'll tell y'all on TikTok and be like, hey, there's no episode this week. It's going to be a Saturday morning podcast. It's going to come out Saturday morning. I'm going to record it on Thursdays or Fridays. So just be on the lookout. We've got big things coming for this network. Thank you guys for your support. Um, I do love you. And I know Zach loves you. If you want to see guests on this show, just, uh, just let me know because I'm down to talk to people. And like I said, big things coming. Appreciate y'all. See you next week. Peace.